Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, hello, friends. We're back again. We are streaking towards a year's worth of podcasts. Incredible. This is number 40, this is. Shut up. Yeah, episode number 40. And thank you to our loyal people who listen, not necessarily the ones who listen for free, but the ones who put their hands in their pockets. Never mind. With me in the studio, you heard her dulcet tones. It's Linda Pollard. Linda, please do tell, what have you been up to? Well, I have been writing off for jobs and that, right? Oh, still no luck. But tell you what I've noticed, which is different from in the last time I was job hunting. Yes. People just don't get back anymore, do they? It's bloody rude, isn't it? I think it's really rude. Yeah. And I know that... Right, listen... In these current economic times, let's all remember that a, a second's a moment could mean that you end up writing for a job, right? Yeah, bloody right. So if you're sitting there all jammy and you get an email through from someone who's being perfectly nice and trying to get you to give them a chance, yeah. at least write back, even if you've not got anything. Yeah. Because it could be you and it's nothing. there's nothing more heartbreaking than thinking, I'm offering myself up and I've got no takers. Well, that's lovely, isn't it? On a lovely <laughs> podcast to just cheer people. Oh, my fucking God. Cheer up, love, for Christ's sake. Linda is looking... Now, in all seriousness, Linda is looking for a job, but she's come to this podcast and brought all her shit with her. Yeah. Let's get on with it. Have you tried, Linda? Sending off for a job with a, with a, with a curious way of, you know, sort of... Promoting yourself? No, but a friend of mine, when we first finished school, my friend Ben, had a cunning wheeze to get attention for his CV. And And what what he did on the bottom of every single copy of his CV, he put the number 69. Why did he do that? Because he was an 18 year old boy. (laughs) Well, what do we think of that attempt to get a job? Tell you what, though, I think he's in marketing now and he did quite well, so... Well, I knew a guy, and I won't mention his name, I was with a theatrical agent, Uh right? And I won't mention the agent, I won't mention the guy who ran it, but I always remember, it's excruciating, because I think I introduced him to this agency, 
and to make himself sort of, you know, stand out from yes. all the other... In those days, he used to send photographs and yeah. sort of CVs and all that. And we just go straight in the bin, of course. Very expensive photographs, glossy photographs. And this fella sent a bear, like, in a, in a, in a box, you know, a sort of fluffy bear. A teddy bear. A teddy bear. And it said something like, you barely know me. Oh, my Teddy God. Teddy wants you to take me on or something. Oh, fuck you. Oh, and the agent guy touched me and said, is this the fella you recommend? And I'd say, yes. And he went, well, that just tells me he's not serious. And I wanted to say, well, he wanted to stand out from the crowd. He said, well, he hasn't. He's just irritating me. He's just wasting my time. <laughs> so please do not do that. Try and do... Could have been worse. He could have done you barely know me and sent a bare photo. Yeah. Of his bare bum or something. Yeah, that could have been worse. Oh, my fucking God. Is exactly what the agent said. And I have no <laughs> doubt that he's not working as an actor now. Talking of people who are rather irritating, mm. but who's maybe turned her life round a little bit because she claims to have a boyfriend. Ruth spoke to me this week. Oh. Yes, about... Does it mean that she'll stop harassing you now she's got something else to focus on? Well, I don't know. I sincerely hope so, because that's the thing about her. There's not much going for her. I do see ghosts. But apart from that, you yeah. know, she's she's pretty lonely, really. This is Ruth talking about her new fella. Good luck to her. Hello, Clinton Baptiste. Hello, Clinton. Ruth. Hi, Ruth. I'm a bit, bit busy. What? Keep it brief. I'm, I'm just popping out. What's, what's up? I'm, I, I'm ringing now because in a minute I'm going out with my new boyfriend. Very. What do you mean? What? Who? Who? Who are you going out with? My new boyfriend. All right. Good for you. Well, listen. I've, I've got to go because I'm in a bit, a bit of a rush. So can you keep it quick? What, what, what's, what's going on? He's called Neil. He's very handsome. The, the boyfriend? Yeah, very handsome. I met him and I'm going for a date with him this evening. In, in a minute, he's coming oh, oh. to pick me up. Where, where, did you, where did you meet him? Who is he? Who is he exactly? I was introduced to him by my friend at the church. Right, who is he? Who is he then? What does he do? He's called Neil. Yeah, I've got he that bit. And? He drives a van. He's very handsome. Yes. Really handsome, and he's a really good kisser. Right. Well, just he used, he, Ruth he puts his tongue. All right. All right. Okay. I just can I just say, be be careful, Ruth. I mean, you're you're a sweet thing. I, I don't want anyone to be taking advantage of you. Jealous, Clinton, aren't you? No, I'm not jealous. Just looking out for you. Jealous. No, I'm not jealous. As I say, Ruth, and just want and to he's make a sure. Really good you know, who is he exactly? What what does he do for a living, this Neil? Drives a van. Right, okay. Isn't, and he, isn't... he um he works in a shop as well. Right. Which what sort of shop? It's a shop. Ruth, are and, you making this he, up? And he is he works in an office as well. Right, are you making this up, Ruth? No, he's real. He's called Neil. What's his surname, Ruth? It's Hardback Book. Neil Hardback Book. I think you're making it up, aren't you? No. Neil works lots of jobs and, and, and loads of money. 
I'm going to go now, uh, Ruth, and can I just sh- suggest, if Neil Hardback book wants to come round and, and meet me, I'd be happy to meet him. All right? I don't, I don't think he wants to meet you. Right, OK. Well, I'm just looking out for you, my love. OK. Going on a date. Right, okay. Well, you you go on a date with Neil Hardback book, and perhaps I could pop along and just check that you know he's looking after you. All right. Uh, you can come on the date. Right. I don't. Well, I don't want to come on the date. I'll just come and see him and then leave you to it. All right. I'll come and get you. No. I'll come and get no. Kate, you. You come with me on the all right. date. Right. Well, can you send me a picture of Neil Hardback book? Is he a local man? Yes, he's local. And he also, he has a lot of houses. Okay, okay. It's really goes right up. Jesus Christ. It really long and thin. Right, okay. It feels nice. Uh, All right, Ruth, Jesus Christ. All right. It's nice. All right. He said it's nice. He said it's nice. Okay. Well... I'm sure it is nice. Ruth, I've got to go. All willies aside, um, I've got to go now. So, so shall I speak to you soon? Just let me know and I'll... I can just come and check the fella out. Do you understand? It's, it's long and it's very long and it's thin. And he, mo- he moves it in, in and out and round and round. It's I haven't so really big. got time for this. I haven't got time for this, Ruth. I've got to go. Okay. And then he put it in... Then he put it in the bin. He put the willy in the bin. Put the willy, yeah. And then he put it in the fireplace as well, up the chimney, up the chimney, and it went right to the top of the house. It's that big. It's really, really big. All right. Bye bye. Yeah. Okay. Bye bye now. Bye, Ruth. Good luck. Big. Thank you. Big willy. Bye bye. Well, so much for Ruth there. Let's get to Fate and Fortune, the wonderful Fate and Fortune magazine. Please put on the spooky music as uh, we go to a wonderful, (laughs) wonderful story, which is a bit over the top. DJ to the dead. My favourite new gadget opened (laughs) a spirit door. I've had that. (laughs) To the dance floor. Oh, my goodness me. Hey, I'm a single woman. That's right. Fair enough. (laughs) having sex at the moment. <laughs> DJ to the dead. Now, I've got to, before we get into, just turn the music, sorry, t- oh, sorry false yeah. alarm, turn the music off for a well, second. I just want to say this. Have you ever heard the expression jumping the shark? Indeed I have. I believe it's uh, related to, to happy, happy days. Happy days, where they basically, it's what we discuss in show business. I don't expect you mere mortals out there to understand. What it means is you're getting bleeding daft now. It's like, yeah, they've so run out of uh, ideas. They've tried everything, you know, uh, over many 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 yeah. series I mean like I'm going to make him taste my donut. which was when uh, Fonzie uh, got together with uh, Chuchi what was her name Chachi Joni 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 um, but the, so basically when you've had a series going for ages and ages and ages yeah. and everyone's run out of ideas Sometimes yeah. people are accused of jumping the, the shark, shark, which is what Fonzie did. Jumped, it was what it was a water skiing or yeah. something. And then after that, it all just got daft. Right. Well, this is Take a Break, Fate and Fortune, Jumping the Shark. Right, here we go. Please read the story. Spooky music back on, please. <clears throat> it, this is from Julia Trickett. She's 51. It was 7 pm, and I'd just finished washing up after dinner 
I'll get Alexa to play some chill-out music, I thought, commanding my smart speaker. Soon, calming sounds were floating around me as I relaxed with a cuppa, just what I needed after a hard day at work. Suddenly, a figure appeared, peering over the Alexa. Dad! I've been watching you sitting on the toilet. He died in December 2017. At the time, I'd been leaving to go to the hospital to say my goodbyes when he'd appeared like a hologram in my home in Warrington, Cheshire. Stick with it. It sounds a bit grim, but it gets funnier. With our dog, Patch. Having seen spirits all my life, I wasn't too phased and hoped Dad would return. Sure enough, he'd begun popping by to watch telly or tell me about the spirit world. Well, it turns out there's not much going on there, so... (laughs) Now, three months since Dad had passed, he'd spotted my Alexa, which I'd set up that day. Is it like a radio, he asked. Yes, it can play thousands of songs, I said. Dad smiled. Can it play Louis Armstrong? Dad was into jazz. No surprises there. Nodding, I used the voice activation feature to get it to play A Wonderful World. As the music floated round the room, Dad looked the happiest he had in ages. I mean, this bloke is just there in the room. I mean, I've seen that. Louis Armstrong is actually up there in the ether. Couldn't, yeah. he, go and, couldn't he get a live performance? Absolutely right. I don't think this woman has thought this through. No. Oh, my fucking God. Stick with it, stick with it. As the music floated around the room, Dad looked the happiest he had in ages. You yeah, see, that, his brother Joe was ill. And though Dad had been visiting him, he was sad because Joe couldn't see or hear him. Listening to jazz together soon became our little routine. A few weeks later, though, when I popped the Alexa on, Dad appeared with his dad. What? Yeah, to another... Dad appeared with, with his dad. dad. Joss. He looked my age. Well, this answers your question about whether people stay old or young in right, heaven. Yes. He looked my age while Dad was in his 30s. What's this, Dad? He said before turning to me. Go on, Julia. Show him how it works. <laughs> I don't. This is ridiculous. <laughs> dad sat there smoking while Granddad... Not good for you, is it? No. Smoking, even when you're dead. Made song requests. Next day, Dad was back. Get this. And this time, he brought along me great Uncle Bill Bullshit. with his jet black hair. This is turning into an Amazon advert. <laughs> this is jumping the shack. This, yeah. <laughs> he jet black hair and partly belly and great Auntie Joyce who showed up with her red lipstick on. I chuckled as the music... Ridiculous! I chuckled as the music kicked in and the three of them began pulling moves. Come Bullshit! On. Uh, after a few songs, they vanished, but the parties got longer and bigger as Dad invited more relatives from Spirit to join us. It's like a rave. I'd have 20 of them making song requests, such as Ella Fitzgerald or Elvis. Bullshit. It was amazing to watch until one night at 11pm, after three whole hours of requests from dads and plenty of spirit friends, I cracked. Right, that's it, I said firmly. The show's over and I'm I turned off Alexa and the house was wonderfully silent as I pulled up the duvet and drifted off to sleep. The following day, (laughs) the following day, Dad appeared and apologised for all the noise and disruption. So we came to an agreement. No more parties and I played (laughs) Dad's favourite jazz while I did the ironing and that's what we did. Now Dad arrives within seconds of me getting out the ironing board. It's lovely to spend some time with him, and I feel so lucky. From now on, we'll keep it just the two of us, unless it's a really special occasion. What a load of old bollocks. I mean, you know, I am a believer. But Julia Trickett, 
What do you think you're trying to pull? So you, you know, what it reminds me of truly what? madly deeply, which I love. Yes, right. Oh, Go Alan on. Rickman, yeah, Juliet I know. Stevenson, the best snotty crying acting I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah, so good. But she gets fed up with him inviting his mates round and having sort of musical parties, doesn't she? I think it's just so far fetched. I don't know why they'd need to have like physical actual music surely it's all like you can like eat music in heaven or something uh, yeah absolutely I mean, it's all up there why would you want to come back and be in this woman's flat which is clearly too small to host a party and also all them ghosts turning up really check yourself wouldn't you also how often does Alexa get it wrong Alexa play this or she, you just watch the telly and Alexa goes off yeah. so I just don't believe it I don't believe listen my parents who are alive can't work Alexa never mind dead parents yeah exactly if you're turning up as an old lady in your red lipstick and, and, and your dad with his jet black hair, the brother-in-law, what it of, what, whatever it, it is. It must be bloody boring up there, that's all I can say. Well, all I can say, Judah Trickett, is... <laughs> Sorry about that, my love. We're calling bullshit on that story. We're calling bullshit. I think what's happening with these magazines is they're offering money up, and so people are just coming forth with absolute nonsense just to fill up the pages. I think that's true. You probably get some money for that, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Well, if you want to write in your story to us, we won't be giving you any money. We so can guarantee that. We, you can guarantee that. So there's no need for you to make up something. Make it real. Now, talking of ghosts and proper ghosts, yeah. these, this is some bar staff I met at the Scarborough Spa when we did our show the other night. So I'm here with Jacob and Abby who are working in the bar, the theatre bar for my show at the Scarborough Spa Theatre tonight. And I just came out here and asked them because I know there are ghosts here. Abby, is that correct? Yes, yes, it is very correct. And what did you say? The person is not to speak to you about it, it's... Uh, Margot. Margot. And she's a proper living person. She's not a ghost herself. Yeah, she's definitely living. And what does she do here? Usher? Yes, Usher. M- makes up tall stories. No, what is she? <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, Jake is here. What is she, just tell me about uh, Margot. Um, she, she's worked here about longer than I have, plus six plus years. And um, yeah, she's definitely the definitely got some ghost stories for you. Same with all, all the ushers, to be fair. They've all got little stories for you. Because they've seen stuff here. Yes. This is a very old historic building, and all the greats have played here. Um, Clinton Baptiste, Norman Wisdom... Christaberg, and there will be there will be ghosts in the walls of the place. Is that correct? Oh yes, yes, yes. There's um oh no, it's a Victorian building. You're down to get get quite a few, especially in the theatres. I know they've t- told stories of two, one, one definitely in the theatre, definitely in the theatre right, for you. Okay, right. Well, I am picking up on a lot of spiritual activity. What time's Margot getting in, and will she speak to me? Uh, Margot, sh- if she's definitely in, she'll be in about half half an hour time for you. So she'll be definitely in, and she should be willing to talk to you definitely. If you see Margot, will you please direct her to my dressing room? Okay. Well, thank you very much, sure. and hopefully see Margot later. Thank you for your work tonight, Abby. Uh, and uh, the thumbs up doesn't work very well <laughs> on on a podcast. Thank you. Thank you, will do. Right, good luck tonight. We're going to be swamped with at least 20 to 30 people, I'd imagine, for the show tonight. So enjoy yourselves. Thank you. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. And so, sure enough, I went to speak to Margot, who is the lady who's one of the ushers at the Scarborough Spa. Have a listen to this. <laughs> Well, she's arrived. Margot, am I allowed to know your surname or not? Walker. M- Margot Walker. Thank you. That was easy enough. It's a it wonderful was start. Easy. A wonderful start to this interview. Margot, I'm told you have some experiences of the supernatural in this very building. I do. I have quite a few, actually. First of all, Margot, just to say you are, what are you, front of house? You're, uh, usher. Front usher. of house, yeah. Right, okay. Margot, please tell us one of the spookiest ones. Uh, in the studio, Linda, put the spooky music on, please. Here we go. I think one of the spookiest ones was... It's, it's got to have been upstairs from here in the Regency Room. And I was setting up a comedy club that I was yeah. running at the time. Right. And as I was talking to the guy that was doing the cooking, yeah. somebody rushed in. I went back out again. Right. And I can describe him perfectly even now, even though it was about eight years ago. Right. And he was sort of like um, mixed race, uh, red shirt, brown trousers, blouse on jacket. And he flew out. And I said to the guy, did you see him? Sounds like Gary Wilmot. He wasn't in the building next door, was he? He wasn't. He was booked for the week after, but hey, that's okay, another story. Okay, Anyway. The said, guy did said, you see him? Yeah. And uh, John said, nobody came in. So I thought, right. So I went out to see if there was anything going on. Yeah. The lift was on the second floor. Yeah. Nobody had been in or out. I know the lift. I've not yep. been up and down it, yeah. And the spiral staircase, the doors at the top were still locked because we oh, hadn't opened up know. yet. Right. The door into the theatre, which is here, the balcony door, was locked. <gasps> Nothing. And there was nobody around. Oh, because footsteps. Gone. 
Oh, spooky footsteps. Oh, oh, it's Alex, Sorry. the tour manager. This is Margot. Hi. Oh, yeah, I saw you outside, didn't I? Yeah. 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 Shit us up, Alex. Thank yeah. you. Margot. So, so, what, was it an old-fashioned gentleman or? I would have put the style to about the seventies, possibly. Really? Yeah, that kind of style. You know, you know, with the sort of like the waist um, oh length God. blouse on jacket and Good God. slightly flared trousers. Yeah. Right. Okay, that's the general fashion in Scarborough mm. even today, though, isn't it? Absolutely, it is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, Margot, did the gentleman look at you in any way? Did he say anything vaguely nineteen seventies? Rock on. <laughs> no. Or shawaddy uh, waddy. No, he just walked in, sort of. Looked as though he was staring straight ahead, yeah. turned round and walked straight out again. That, that was it. That's really giving me the willies a bit. What else have you got, Mark? Oh, there's ghosts in this theatre that you're going to be in tonight. Absolutely, that's what I'm picking up on, <laughs> Margot. I thought you had. If you turn out to not be real, I'll be very cross. I am if you turn out to real. Right, okay, can I just feel you a second? You certainly can, there you go. I'm patting Margot's very ample shoulder shoulder it was shoulder that's right that's right if you want to call it a shoulder that's that's fine um marco what did you see here in this uh there's actually a he's almost like a resident ghost here he's here a lot oh my and god up towards the back of the stalls area right and you could be sitting there and all of a sudden you'll get this whoosh of wind coming down. Yeah, I think I had that. That was the fish and chips I had earlier with the mushy peas. You went to Wink and Willie's, didn't you? No, that, that's just a complaint <laughs> yeah. I've got. Go on. Yeah, and sometimes, I mean, especially with the ushers, yeah. he'll he's sort of like familiar with us, and there's one of the ushers that comes here regularly, and he actually picks her hair up. Really? Yeah, he does, genuinely. But this place is absolutely teeming, teeming with, with ghosts. It is, yeah. yes. Okay, yeah. so this this fella, I mean, has anyone seen him? Does he make himself known in a physical Only shape? in the sense of, like, the wind. Yeah. The, you know, it's like a really cold, you know. And Chill, there's, yeah. And there's nowhere that that could possibly come from. We are right in front of the sea. I mean, there is that, of course, there just to that. play yeah, devil's advocate. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, nowhere yeah, else you can come from outside the front door, Margot. <laughs> I mean, you can try and debunk it, you know, but I mean... I'm not a debunker. No, but I'm, I'm saying anybody can come in yeah. and try and debunk it. Yeah. But the thing is, even on, like, really hot nights, you're going yeah. to get that cold wind. And, you know, and quite honestly, on a hot night, it's quite refreshing, to be fair. Yeah, OK. <laughs> Margot, that's absolutely fascinating. Have you got anything else you can just tell us that's, that's going to... Shit up my fans on here. Yes. Here we go. Yes. The door to leading into this side of the theatre. Big, heavy, thick door. It's at least an inch to an inch and a half thick. Right. Yeah. And when we were on lockdown, yeah. it was caught on CCTV. Moving. Moving. And it was just going back and forward, back and forward for no reason You're whatsoever. Joking. This was about three o'clock in the morning. You're joking. I'm not. And there is no way in the world. A, a breeze or a wind or a, it would need like a 40 mile an hour wind to move that door I mean you can try it yourself you can have a look at the door Margot is going to take us now to this door and show us the door in question I am yes All right. come with me join us in a second Margot is now taking me to the door in question we are in this is the back of the stalls now Oh, no tricks over that. There we go. Right, let's have a look at. Oh, it's quite cold down here. Yeah, I know, that's because that's open. Oh, yeah, that's open. Sorry, nothing to do with ghosts. It's just a. As you can see. Right, it's okay. Quite a thick door. Yeah, quite a thick door. 
Right. And it actually takes quite a bit of heft to push and it. And that's what it was doing? Yeah, and it was coming back and forward like that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm going to take a photo of the door. Sure. Just to prove it. Well, I'll do that in a minute. Yeah. Now that's quite, yeah, that's going to take something, isn't it? Like that. Three in the morning. And it was going back and forward like that. Just a second. And it was caught on CCTV. Spirit! Spirit! Be kind! Where is thou, spirit, that thou pusheth door? Thick door to the, well, how do you describe it? Stalls. To the, thicketh dooreth to the end of the stalls. Where is where is thou, spit? I think he's not coming. In fact, oh, you gave me a bloody fright there, Abby. It's Abby from the bar again. It is. Was it you? <laughs> the, the door has opened slightly. Yeah, that's only because we've got the doors upstairs. So. All right, no, no need to ruin no, it, Margot. I mean, it don't just, matter. But oh this my one God. was actually genuinely swinging back and forward. 3 a.m. Do not touch a door, spitted at 3 a.m. Thank you, Margot. What a joy to speak to you. Thank you very, very much. You're more than welcome. And, but Margot will be seeing in the ample audience tonight into I the theatre. And she absolutely cried, cried laughing last I time. Did. She did. Thank you so much, Margot. I really appreciate it. If today's show has shit you up in any way and you are having trouble getting to sleep, a, a treat for you now. Um, you'll be aware of ASMR. Yeah, sometimes it can be quite sexy. And I do wonder about that for people who do find it sexy. How on earth do you get to go to sleep? What do you mean? Well, it might ignite people rather than subdue them. This is my favourite blue whisper. If you want to get some real work done, then you have to feel better first. Oh, I do feel better speaking to you, blue okay. whisper. Yeah. You promise me? Yes, I promise. Yeah, sounds like... What are you wearing? I'm wearing, well, Hong Kong fooey pyjamas tonight. How long have you been wearing this? Since I was about 12. <laughs> You've been wearing this for two days? Well, I've been wearing it for about 40 years. Well, because they keep me warm at night. No, even if you are sick, you have to change your clothes. I think I am going to be to sick. make you feel better. Yeah, okay. Anyway, that is what ASMR is all about. Mummy roleplay. It is not mummy roleplay. You're a bad, bad boy. Oh, it's lovely. <laughs> anyway, I really love her blue whisper. And, you know... But I you got, had a blue whisper. If ever I... <laughs> I don't know what that means, but anyway, if ever Blue Whisper's around, I would love to meet you. Oh, my fucking God. So here is my next-door neighbour, Barry, <laughs> with his own relaxing ASMR. Time for some more relaxing ASMR now. With me, Barry... As I take you through some beautiful, smooth, creamy desserts. Ambrosia ready to eat. Double gasp with noise. Dual fruit bowl mandarins. Miss Molly's toffee layered dessert hundred crabs. Tesco Sunday swirly toffee, caramel pan cotton food, 
desserts. Miss Molly's chocolate light desserts. Molly chocolate fix milk chocolate full pep. Nestle milk bar desserts. Good cherry panacotta. Good tiramisu dessert. Mulalai chocolate mint fix dessert. I sleep man, I'm a puddings. I sleep man. Time now for Gordon Smith. You will remember <laughs> Gordon Smith from Fate and Fortune. He's the psychic barber. He's the psychic barber. And he, God, I mean, he's a he's like me. He does have a gift, right? He can contact spirit. But you've never known anyone to be so cynical and down on spirit world. He is a bit of a fun sponge, isn't he? A fun sponge, as far as rational, you know, you have to rationalise everything. It's like those people, you're a bit like this, Linda. I am, bloody pissing not. On, pissing on people's chips, right? <laughs> it's like people, you know, who I'm trying to think, I was thinking this morning, what is the equivalent? It's like when you say something like... Oh, and I was so emotional. And someone might say to you, well, you were a bit tired. Well, no, I was just feeling the emotions that a human being, a bit tired. Or, you know, oh, lovely sunset tonight. That'll be pollution. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm living, I'm a human being appreciating something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think I'm like that. I just think I'm rational. Gordon, writing this thing. Oh, God. Gordon, they say to him, and this is someone who's supposed to believe in all this shit, right? Yeah. They'll say, Gordon, is um, my auntie speaking to yeah. me through the media? I don't know, turned into a robin or something. They'll go, no. No, they don't do that. They don't do nothing like that. They don't do that. So have a, get, put the spooky music right, on. And just, this, is what, this is what Gordon says. So a question comes in. I'm a cleaner, and in one of the houses I clean, there is a room where I've seen a shadowy presence. I've even heard someone whisper, get out. Promising, promising. The lady who owns the house has told me it used to be her daughter's bedroom until she asked to move. Right. A medium has even told her there's a bad spirit in the house that isn't happy. Now I dread having to clean that room. What can I do to protect myself? So she sat Sue, 54, from Edinburgh, giving and giving there. Yeah, that's right. And Gordon, the old fun sponge, says, you really don't need any protection. As I can tell you, there's no bad spirit in that room. Sometimes mediums who tell people about hauntings are just not getting any helpful messages. Remember, when anyone dies, their spirit goes back to the spirit world. At worst, you might tune into some atmospheric memory, but nothing can harm you. What Ugh. a miserable sod. In a ghost up my fanny. He wouldn't believe that, would he? No! Gordon Smith. Yeah, here's another one. Is a kobold playing tricks? Question goes... In my student house, things were always getting moved around. We even found my glasses in the fridge once. That's nothing. I found a tree in the middle of our living room once. Daft lads. We used to joke it was a poltergeist, but my friend told me we had a kobold. Apparently, they are mischievous little spirits playing tricks on humans. Can you shed any light on these naughty spooks, says Bethan, 34, from Tetsbury. Right. This is what Gordon... This is what he says. He says... A kobold is a spirit idea idea yeah. that comes from a 16th century myth. In my opinion, it's just that, a myth. As a medium, works regularly with the spirit world who bring healing and great comfort to those who are bereaved. I know our loved ones on the other side would never play tricks on us, but a house full of students might. There you go. Our spirit friends can move an object to get our attention, but only when there is a need to help or guide. I hope this sheds some light on past pranks. pranks. 
Well, thank it's like, you very much. It's like, can you stop? Can yeah. you stop boring me with this bullshit? I mean, if I was writing for a paranormal magazine, and, and any paranormal magazines out there, I'm very happy to, I think that I would offer, offer up something a little bit more. Yes, indulge you? a little bit. Indulge, indulge a little bit. This is what... Thanks. One for you, Gordon. Yeah. He has got a one answer fits all. I wonder if he does one cut. Remember those barbers where you'd go in and say, "Oh, can I have the? Can I look like Tom Cruise, please?" Yeah, or that's can I, right. Can I have a? Can I have a? I don't know, um, a, a Steve Buscemi or something. And you come out with exactly the same cut as you would have gone in without a picture. I don't. Yeah, I honestly don't think he's. He's not literally cutting hair, though, is he? Were you using that as an... Uh... I'm using it as an analogy, right? Because it's one answer. It's always, no, I don't think so. Yeah, so that's right. a one-size-fits-all answer, yeah, just like right. you get a one-size-fits-all cut. OK, well, I've thank you it. for that rather wonderful explanation there, Linda. <laughs> well, that's as much for anything for Gordon as well. <laughs> well. What a treat we've got for you now. We're going to speak to a lady called... Karen Kay. We interview all sorts of people, don't we, on this podcast? Oh, yeah, Linda. yeah, yeah. Uh, those people who speak to spirits, mm-hmm. those people who claim to speak to spirit, but basically only speaking to themselves yeah. in their bedrooms. Yeah. But we've got someone here now who speaks, and we dealt with this previously, didn't we, about fairies, people who speak to fairies. Yes. People who have encountered fairies in Woodland. And don't look at me like that, Linda. You have... No, I find it I find it fascinating that that this is still going on. You know, now we've got science and that, but continue, go on. If I see the corners of your lips turning up in half a smile like that again, you'll be out of here. We are now speaking to Karen Kay. Yeah. Who... She's a whisperer. She's a whisperer to mermaids and fairies. Mm. Karen is down in Penzance. Are you receiving us, Karen? I am. (gasps) Do I I need to whisper now or is it okay to talk? You tell me. If there's any fairies on my shoulder that you need to whisper to, I'll be very happy. Well, I'm sure they're very loud, actually. I whisper to them and they shout at me. But thank you so much for having me. It's lovely to join you both. Oh, Karen, it's lovely to speak. She's resplendent. Resplend- you, do you know what? If I could see a mermaid, I'd imagine a mermaid to look a lot like you, really. Oh, oh don't blow a cover. Do you think you might be a mermaid? <laughs> well, been- I have been told. Yeah, and you've been halibut for many, many years now, haven't you? <laughs> Tell me, my love, do you find scales coming off in the bed and do you stink of fish? Fortunately not, um, right. because I'm half human, but I do have, we all actually, just a little bit of science for you, yeah, we yeah. all have mermaid DNA. When we start off in the womb, we're right. in the fluid we're in yeah. the water and yeah. we all start off with tails and that is a scientific fact do you know you're absolutely right you cannot deny that linda don't we all start no. with a bum hole as well isn't that right don't we grow from the anus out i, I can only apologize karen <laughs> linda knows i'm trying to get too technical fuck all about the human gestation process carry on please karen. sorry did i sidetrack she said, I don't, don't I don't want. know how I can follow that actually. No, just but, okay. 
Leave I will. That behind you, you bum hole. When we cry, we all cry salt water tears, don't exactly. we? Exactly. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. There you go. I'm back. I'm back on board. The other week, Bumhole came up, and, and you seem to equate it with uh, TV's Love Jones. No, no, it wasn't. It was the other fella, David, David Dickinson. Dickinson. Well, you've been tanning yours. So that's right. Let's get back to Karen. Uh, Karen, I've seen you on television. Yes. Talking oh, yes. about uh, whispering to mermaids. What have they got to tell us? Because they they are warning us about what we're doing to the oceans, aren't they? Well, yeah, they're giving us gentle nudges, if you like, because yeah. we are ruining the oceans. Yeah. Um, people do not care or even often think about what they're doing to the oceans and right. the land. They don't think about it. We flush the loos. We, yeah. We're just putting all sorts of stuff down the sinks and it all goes into the ocean and, and it's what, destroying the life there. What What does it do to mermaids? I mean, our mermaids are not being flippant in any way. Uh, but uh, is it actually affecting their lives physically? Does it mm. harm them? No, it doesn't. Mermaid, uh -huh. let me just give you – see, when I speak, I speak as an expert from my own experience. Right. There are many other people out there who have their own position on this, yeah. but yeah. mermaids are one of the guardians of the ocean. They are etheric beings. Sometimes they manifest and they have been seen usually by drunken sailors. Yes. So you can make of that what you will. Right. And also just let me say something briefly. They've had, they've had a really bad press because mm. mermaids are said to lure the sailors to their watery demise yeah. when actually they could be comforting them as the drunken sailors have fallen out of the boat. Is it is it mermaids coming to the rescue of these people or are they just hallucinating, you know, these drunken sailors or, or you know, dehydrated sailors? Well, obviously, I wasn't personally there, so I can't say. I thought you were going to talk about Captain Pugwash then. Um, but anyway, that's that's good that you well, did What it. did he see? What um, did he see, Captain Pugwash? Um, can I just stop for one second? I've got somebody banging on the door and they're not stopping. Okay, if it's a mermaid, bring or her a fairy. in. fairy, yeah. It or could be a message. Bring her in. <laughs> I wanted to ask her about um, Captain Birdseye. He's gone sexy. Have you seen him? Captain Bloody yes. Birdseye? Yes. Not the one I used to know. He used to look like Uncle Albert. Exactly. Bloody... He used to look like sort of Father Christmas, didn't he? Now he's all hot. Oh my really? gosh, yes, he's a he's a he's a dilf. You're thinking of Captain Japsai, aren't you? <laughs> Captain Third Eye. <laughs> Captain Third Eye. We are looking at Karen Kay's living room. She's gone out to answer the door. I think I can see a magic wand. Okay, oh, seriously, on that table, when you when Let's you see it, when her chair moves, oh. we'll see she's got one. Who is it? It wasn't it wasn't a mermaid, unfortunately. It was a postwoman. Right. And what did she deliver to you? Well, Half a pound of um, pilchards. <laughs> no, I don't eat fish. Of course um, you don't. Mermaids, mermaids eat plankton and seaweed Ooh. because actually people say, oh, you have to eat fish to get your B12. But actually, right. where do fish get their B12 from? I know some of them eat other fish, but basically they eat the plankton and the seaweed. And that is a really good source of B12. Can you make any nice dishes with plankton as a mermaid, a semi-mermaid yourself? That's plankton lasagna. I, do, I don't, I don't use plankton, but I do use seaweed. Right. I have um, seaweed in my salt, like yeah. it's all mixed up. I know. 
Yeah. In fact, it's called mermaid salt. Wow. And okay. I yeah. put seaweed in all types of things. It's really flavoursome. Very good for you. What about mermen? And uh, is it just mermaids and mermen or are there trans mer people? Well, I don't feel like they adopt the human um, sexuality side of thing yeah Yeah. Uh, basically it's it's an energy so when you say mermaids mermen it's kind of more feminine more masculine energies and yes there are more masculine um mermaids or mermen if you like moving on to fairies now Mm -hmm. what are fairies telling us i mean they're presumably the guardians of the land in the way that they are people but in the old stories they can be right little sods can't they who yeah fairies Or, or is that more bad press well, it's bad press, but it is actually true as well. They can be very mischievous. And yeah. put it this way, if you go traipsing into, if somebody came traipsing into your house house yeah. in the middle of the night or the Ruth. daytime and just trashed it and treated it as if it, yeah. it was Ruth, their own, I'd, I'd a, then a you would have something yeah. to say. Yeah. So the fairies, rightly so, will trip you up. They will... Yeah attach a bramble to your coat or whatever and yeah. sometimes they can be scary i've had a scary um fairy experience a in scary France, fairy actually. experience what happened <laughs> that must well, have been hairy was, have a scary fairy experience. <laughs> i was very a, a ley line. have you heard you of ley lines uh, that's a whole other subject have but... heard of ley lines <laughs> come on of course i am I'm all, well, I'm all over ley lines go on We were following a ley line through France and we found a place called the Dolmen de la Fies, which is a a stone dolmen um, that is known for fairy activity. So I go in there. Well, we drive towards it and I'm all, yay, the fairies are going to be so happy to see me. I'm a fairy lady from the UK. And we get there. It's a long story to get there, but we get there and it was in the middle of the night, very late. And suddenly it was like this big force field and this voice or energy saying, no, you are not welcome here. And first of all, my human ego was very offended because I thought I've come all this way. I'm la 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 la, skipping into the place. And it's a no. And I looked at the dolmen stone and I could see and this was what I could physically see, not etherically see, Yeah, like lots of little eyes peeking out from inside, dark eyes with green in them. Yeah. And then we parked up for the night at a safe distance from the stones. Yeah. And then about four or five in the morning, I heard a voice saying, you can come now. And I thought, I ain't go away it's four or five in the morning you're joking and but i knew you know when you get that hunch you know all about feelings and hunches and intuitions i knew that we had to go there and i went there again and it was very welcoming and i meditated in the dolmen and what they said is that there was a lot of teenage activity and there were there was broken bottles and people really disrespecting the place. And they said, imagine if we knocked on your door in the middle of the night and came waltzing in, you wouldn't like it. So we had to check you out, kind of scan you energetically, if you like. So that was really interesting. What do they look like, Karen? Are they good question? Is is it, are they tinkerbellish? Have they they got onions wrapped, you know, around there wearing a sort of Breton shirt and a beret? Because some of the old stories, they're a bit more like monstery, aren't they? Pointy with sharp teeth. They can be. And actually, it's quite interesting because in the, um, particularly around the Victorian times, fairies were either depicted as very twee 
and yes. cutesy or like demonic like demons and and that actually came from the church a lot of that they demonized fairies um for whatever reason i suppose uh, who knows i i don't know the reckoning behind i guess they're all bound up with that kind of worshiping of nature rather than the church you know if you believe in fairies then you're deviating from the the saints and all that can i just ask what are the what are the mermaids saying about the current world political geopolitical situation with mr putin they care not Right, it's all going to be human, all right. Human ways. All they care about is because um, I I don't actually watch the news. They don't watch the news. They just feel right. the energy, and they can feel a lot of fear, right, among right. people that is amplified by the media. Um, I come from a media background, right. way way back many many moons ago, yeah. And and it is all about the drama and the scaring and the you yeah. know it's all very dramatic and yeah. and I'm not saying there's nothing happening. There's definitely stuff going on in in the world. Boys yeah. will be boys, girls will be girls. Yeah. Stuff happens. People get angry. They retaliate. They're just mm. you know that I I do, it's just. It's going to be fine. I know it's going to be fine. The world is going to be fine. And that's something they've always assured me that with all this global warming and everything, the world will continue long, long after humanity is gone. Oh, that's so... Oh, well, that's not quite... Might be next week, but they'll carry on. It's really comforting. (laughs) I've just thought we're going to be here. Don't mind the world. The old daffodil sticking its head up. But I want to know whether you can still get Sky TV and enjoy, you know. They don't. Yeah, I've got a card for you both. For everyone listening, I've got magical blessings from the fairies. Oh, are they blessing us, my love? They're blessing you. They're blessing oh, everyone who's listening. And it just oh, means that anything lovely. you're thinking of doing, as long yeah. as it's for the highest good of all, yeah. is showered with magical fairy blessings. Karen Kay, what a lovely way to end this. Thank you so much, my love. Namaste. And thank you very much for joining us today. Oh, namaste. Bye. Bye-bye, Bye. darling. Oh, absolutely wonderful. Karen Kay. Linda, 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 what are you going to be doing this coming week? What what can we look for? We're looking for a job, first of all. Well, I'm, no, I'm going to sack that off because it's just depressing me. I'm going to go on a mini break. Oh, where to? I'm going to the lakes. Uh, yeah, yes. well, I hope you um, do the steamer while you're up there. <laughs> There's always hope. <laughs> There's always hope. Um, Linda's going to go to the lakes. Yeah. I hope you people at home have a wonderful, wonderful time. And we'll join. please join us next week as we streak towards our years, nearly, not long now, before it's a, year, a year's anniversary of doing this bloody beautiful Can series. Can you believe for, it? Shall we have a party? We'll have a party. Yes, let's have a party. Well, we'll start planning for our party. Yeah. Uh, those of you who want to come and see Clinton Baptiste versus Ramon, you are very bloody welcome. It's going from strength to strength. In the meantime, I'll leave you with Barry White. Bye-bye, Linda. Bye. Bye Bye-bye, all. See you next time. Well, my thanks as ever to Linda Pollock, Ruth. Not now, Barry. Oh, let me come and say something. Let me come and squeeze you. Hold you, love you. Rub my hand all over your bomba. No, no, come on. Linda Ruth, uh, Jacob and Abby, Margot from Scarborough Spa Theatre, Karen Kay, 
And of course, to all of you. Don't stop that, Barry. I want to get hold of you. Swing your high and low by your pubis. No, that's disgusting. All right, see you next week, everyone. We've had some fun, haven't we? Hey? And don't worry, everything's going to be all right. I'll see you next time. Oh, I forgot to thank Barry for his ASMR. Ridiculous. Okay, well, I'll, I'll see you next time. Namaste and namaste from Barry. Namaste, baby. Namaste. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe ethical and responsible manufacturing I love that Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Yeah, right. Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons, we've got uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, all the old back catalogue, and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fady Nail.